Hey everybody, we're back for season four of House of Cards. Uh, don't have any fancy intro this time because, well, we don't have an episode to talk about. But we did watch the trailer. We want to talk a little bit about that and kind of just, you know, re- reboot the feed for season four. Yeah. Get everybody... Clean out the pipes. Yeah. Yeah, clean out the, the smoker dusty. a little bit, you know. Let Freddy do his thing. What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about this trailer? Yeah. Let's talk, talk about our about schedule. Let's, We're also going to talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about the schedule up front uh, because okay. we... Uh, we want to do full episode of episode by episode coverage of Daredevil, which is right. coming hot on the heels of, of Frank's escapades. We are not going to do episode by episode. Well, we are, but it's it's not going to do a podcast per episode. What we're planning on doing is watching three episodes and doing all the notes and all that stuff and discussing and and, and to, to save on overhead. We're going to ra- have one mega podcast on three episodes at a time. Yeah. So. It should still be approximately the same depth and amount of coverage. It's just going to, you know, we're, we're making it easier on ourselves as far as doing all of the, uh, the the post-production stuff. So hopefully uh, that will also get the, to you faster. Uh, we're going to have it the will. first three episodes up this Friday, March 4th. Yep. Uh, that's the day it's released. So that'll be nice. I'll keep you Which keep most you people the probably won't have had a chance to watch it yet, given that they've got to go to work. Imagine and it usually people, drops at like 4 a.m. Yeah, it's the weekend where people are going to catch up yeah. and kill us. Uh, so we'll have it ready for you when you're ready, I think. But then we'll have three more episodes every Tuesday and Friday until we're finished, with the final one coming out the Friday of the 14th, I believe. Yeah. And we'll have a little bit of a season wrap-up cast. And then we'll also have the first episode of Daredevil out. Well, it can't be the 14th. It's, it's not be, the 14th? No, it can't be. It's got to be the 18th. It is the 18th. You're right. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, so that that will be just one podcast covering the season finale. Yeah. And we're And whatever we're thoughts hoping, you guys have at the end of it as well. Right, right. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be getting your feedback in. That also gives you a little bit more time to get that v- sure. feedback in on each mm-hmm. episode. And we've never, that, that, so that we've never covered House of Cards the same way twice, I don't think, because we've, we've right. always been fine-tuning it to try to get it to, to fit in our schedule and to try to get this uh, you know binging thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will be, I think we'll have it, everything will be complete a week earlier than normal. And we're ready to yeah. move on to Daredevil, which we're going to do like we did last year with house of cards and do three episodes a week on and i think the reason we made that decision to kind of focus a little bit on daredevil as opposed to house of cards is we were more impressed i think with daredevil season one than house of cards season three well, you guys know we were a little down on house of cards season three yeah in fact before we talk about anything else i want to get right to this listener email because uh, it speaks to this is dan from manchester uh not sure if you guys are doing a preview cast or not well spoiler we are uh but I was just wondering what you both thought about the fact that this is Bo Willimon's last season on the show, hmm. but will continue for at least another season after this. Confirmed five seasons. Con- confirmed Kevin Spacey for season five, too, from what I saw. Well, that's good, because yeah. it would be ridiculous <laughs> right. if the, ha- the House of Cards had already collapsed. If Frank and Meacham get married, <laughs> Meacham becomes the vice president, kills Frank. Slow bleeds him. <laughs> Slow bleeds him, and he's president in season five. Uh, he, uh, in Dan's estimation, House of Cards has already struggled after the peak of Frank hitting the desk in the Oval Office. So how yeah. will it fare without his creator? Is this just Netflix trying to keep its first cash cow original content alive? All right, let's talk about this. Number one, I am not in a suicide pact with this fucking show. Yeah. If season four is a train wreck, I doubt that we will be back for season five. Um, and... 
as far as Bo Willimon, like he was involved last year, which I thought was a train wreck. Mm-hmm. So he is not the thing that I would say keeping this thing from flying apart. Uh, I do think the show arguably peaked in its second season. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I don't know why they just, just didn't keep this a tight three because it felt like that was a natural way the arc was going to go. Yeah. Uh, why Netflix wants to keep this content alive when they have so much original content, it's like more coming out all the time, uh-huh. I don't understand because it seems like the way to go is to make, especially since, I, you know, again, I think Alan Sepinwall protests a bit too much about this stuff. Like he's... He's been saying House of Cards sucks since season one. I vehemently disagree with him. Yeah, me too. But to the extent that the critics were already saying that this is a bloated, kind of overwrought, self-important, you know, beautiful but empty-headed type of series, I don't know why stretching it out five seasons. Like It, it seems like you'd want a crown jewel three seasons you're out. Netflix, right. this stuff is evergreen to them. There's going to be new subscribers all the time. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I want to check out this Kevin Spacey thing. Bam. I don't understand why you would want to, especially Netflix, would want to stretch something out to the point where it's Right, irrelevant. like what is what the fuck does syndication look like for it Netflix? It looks well, like I mean, nothing. maybe it does. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do some kind of thing because that would feed maybe. people back into. I mean, if that's a concern of theirs, then I maybe understand the motivation a little bit more. But yeah. as it stands, Netflix just doing its own content and only having it on its network. Sure. Why, why drag it out? Uh, maybe we're just uh, a little out of touch with the show, and there's more. There's more yeah. acclaim for it, you know, not critically critical yeah. acclaim, but fan acclaim, it's, sure, for it than we think. Which that might be. Like I, yeah. this is a this show looks like a million dollars. Yeah, it does. It's got you know it's it's fairly watchable even when it's bad. Uh-huh. Um, and the central characters are intrigued. So it's like, I this is not terrible television. No, certainly. It just seems like it's really fallen down from what the original concept was. Uh, now, I guess that's the bad news. Like, this might be a fiasco, and we're out after this year. Who knows? Uh-huh. Um, having said that, mm-hmm. I've seen this, this trailer. I think the trailer's really good. Man, they got me. They got me. It's presented in almost like a horror movie. Those strings Those hit. Those strings, and it's 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 a horror movie with. And who's the monster? Frank or Claire? I think it's Frank. Well, I mean, sure. I, that's my natural sympathies. Is I I love yeah. Claire. Uh, Frank is is, but also Doug. Maybe Doug's the monster because some of the right, stuff you see I in like... this trailer is fully insane. It is, yeah, and you have to kind of go through it and freeze frame it, which I didn't do, but I caught a couple of glimpses of things that like, look interesting. Apparently, Doug is trying to kill the new press secretary. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, the, the one that kind of stepped up when he was going through rehab. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, Doug I could also, see that. I, I mean, think he had a... whatever moral code he has, I don't think is operating anymore. Okay, he has learned to. That's shed good. It. I kind of just want Stamper to be. The stamper. The stamp. Yeah. Go stamp, stamp some everywhere. shit out. Uh, the other thing I noticed, Nev Campbell's going to be in this. Mm. She looks like she might be Claire's right-hand divorce, woman. Divorce lawyer, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Because uh, that's the thing. Like, I this is clearly, they're, they're playing straight what we were teased in the last season, that this is a heavyweight fight between Frank and Claire. I love it. And how are they going to fight this out privately, and are they going to try to make appearances privately? Uh, you know, make appearances work publicly. I there's a little bit of that. There seems to be a little bit of maybe Claire trying to seduce Frank. Toward, I mean, 
Well, I really love the idea. All over the map of the imagery. Like, this battle has to be fought in secret. Because there's too much at stake reputation-wise for both of these people, right? But Claire, I don't know. She might be ready to blow it up, man. She she might be. And this might be a battle of Frank trying not to dirty his image while Claire's out there throwing mud because on it. Because she could probably write a tell-all book, uh-huh. Go out, drop the mic, go out, go into public life, and be... Well, well enough off for her to go live, you know, shack up with some photographer, arty guy, and and be done with it. Now, yeah. I do think she likes the whole idea of power and moving and shaking. I don't know how she would bridge that gap, or whether even that would be shut off to her if she decided. Like, why couldn't she be a political strategist for the Democratic Party? Well, right, or run charities or something like if that. If you t- do a tell-all book. Like, yeah. How much all is she telling? Is she just talking? Is she telling tawdry tales of gay sex with Francis, right? And Meacham threesomes, or is she talking about murder and cover-ups and corruption? <laughs> because if you do that, you might become a pariah in political circles. I, I think just the idea of someone writing a tell-all book and trying to go into politics, you know, for herself, mm. is a bad idea. Like I, I don't think those two things are compatible. Yeah. Because people won't trust you, That's right? The thing. Like, like I can't tell you things. I can't let you know things about me because you'll write them. With, with what she has, she can certainly f- provide for herself financially without having to take anything from Francis if she didn't want to. But I don't know if that's enough. I don't know if that's going to be a satisfying life for her. Right. But also, is is this a power play to bring Francis back to the table? I don't know. It could literally just be Francis fighting for you know, the normalcy that everyone perceives in in this president, right? Yeah. Because, well, you know, the reason I said, like, her pr- trying to bring him back to the table is because we've noted that Frank has kind of run roughshod over her and kept very yeah. few of his promises to her. You know, and he's had and what he would think ones. good reasons for it all, but she's fucking sick and tired of it. So maybe yeah. this is not so much I want a divorce and this is final as a wake-up call. Right. Uh, but it could also, I mean, who knows? Because Claire is a fascinating character. They're both fascinating characters. I think if you look at it from Frank's perspective, too, his lines about, you know, you don't know what it's like to have nothing, come from nothing. And, like, you get the impression that sure. he's doing things, you know, certainly for his own motivations. And he doesn't necessarily see himself as the bad guy when he's breaking those promises and no, making those sacrifices. Sure. No, huh. But it's certainly okay to see him that way. Think he's going to have a Scarface moment? You want me to be the bad guy? Okay, Maybe. I'll be the bad guy. Look at me. I'm the uh I don't know. It's I'm kind like again, I don't remember I can't remember how my reaction to last year's trailer. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that either. But this this trailer looks pretty incredible and it's probably going to be a very pulpy soapy fun thing to watch even if it's if it's, you know, cover your eyes bad. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh I think I, I saw Remy getting down with somebody. Remy's getting down with uh, whoever his protege was. I can't remember her name. Right. Who uh, I enjoy. I also see uh, the so the White House press press uh, reporter who is uh, isn't she playing the mom on Fear the Walking Dead now? Yeah, she is. Maddie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm interested in seeing what she does because you know Francis is kind of and and their their press apparatus has burnt her a few times. Right, and there's still this oh yeah this horrible shit in Frank's past to uncover. Well, and it just got right? more horrific because Rachel got rubbed out like she was in hiding. Yeah. Now she got straight up murdered. He, Frank's killed Zoe. Frank mm-hmm. Frank has done some horrible shit, and it's all He's... known by someone. Yes, I mean Stamper notably. 
Yes. Kind of has all the keys to the castle here. So if the press if the press secretary can get to him, the press reporter rather, whatever mm-hmm. she is, uh then there could be some bad stuff coming down on Frank. Yeah. Yep, this might be the the season where the journal but then again knowing that there's another season coming up that is unfortunate because I know for a fact, like you know, with with Kevin Spacey coming back, I know Frank survives the season. Right. Uh, maybe he both maybe, politically and with his with his with his personage. So, right. I you also wonder if this isn't the kind of show, and we I think we've talked about this before, where we're just that shit's never going to come to light. That like he'll get away with it all. And in the end, he'll sure. remain triumphant despite will, all the horrible things Some will do a Freedom of Information Act request in 35 years after he's dead and find <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, it could be that kind of it could be that kind of JFK conspiracy show. Yeah, where power just wins because it's power, and yeah. there's nothing you can do. It might it might be a sort of gloomy ending to this. And I've I've, I've I, I think I remember talking about that how that would be kind of interesting yeah. how power wins and maybe we're better off for it. Right. Like, if the right. trains are running on time and the kids are getting edumacated and there's chickens in all the pots and Frank Underwood uh, is a vampire, a demon lord, uh, who says no to that? Uh, do you, no what one. do you think? I wonder what it's going to be like watching House of Cards in a very contentious and heated election cycle. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Because we haven't even made it out of the primaries yet and. It's already shaping up to be a shit show of historical pr- uh, proportions uh-huh. in the United States, regardless of what side. Like, I feel like either side you're on, you're staring down Armageddon yeah. coming down quick. So. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's obviously just going to be happening contemporary with these primaries. So the election will still be far in the future mm-hmm. but after we're done talking about House Cards. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, they've been I wonder filming- if they'll go there. Yeah, I wonder if there'll be like a, a Bernie Sanders like extreme leftist trying to out Democrat, you know, the, like attack. They already have that kind of that like uh, I forget what his who he was, but the the guy whose wife is dying of cancer, right? He realized I think he's already you know Frank's burnt that bridge, but like someone to the left of even him, and you know the other interesting thing would be a demo, you know like a, a charismatic demagogue like a Trump. Like what sure. would that come? And what I would think, that look like in the House of Cards universe? And and they this is all stuff that they could have seen coming when they were filming and and writing right. this. And I think aren't we still in the middle? Like Frank is fighting for his election for re-election. I no, I don't think. Did so. that happen already? Well, I mean, he took over. He took over. I know he pretty, took over the like old in president. the middle of the. Election cycle. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'm going to have to. I want to say he was super worried at the end of season three about the campaign. Uh, I hope they make like they did last year. They made a big supercut trailer of like, you know, five or ten minutes yeah. that got you prepped up because. I forget most of it. It's what not, happens when I binge stuff. If not, I could go, you know, there's two things I could do. I could, I could horror of horror listen to our podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, or I could watch the episode or I could just start reading some synopsis. But I'm, I'm a little unclear about where we are in a timeline. Okay, I, I want to say it's too early, for, but to the extent that it's ever think, too early for a president to campaigning. I mean, arguably, <laughs> now in modern days, yeah. you just essentially campaign all the time. Your your actual job is a small part of your job. I think in this season they could take us to a campaign. I mean, that could be one of the the core 
things is him trying to keep Claire under right, wraps sure. during a during a campaign. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they were. She was. Yeah. They they were doing campaign stuff because that was a big I thought thing. So. Yeah. Uh, you so know, I her, think they're in the they middle were, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could go that direction with like, you know, modern events, modern mm-hmm. day events, kind of meshing into the show. Yep, it will be. It'll be interesting. I sometimes yeah. find that I feel like the show does a much better job showing the you know fictional backroom machinery than it does playing the the public theater. Hmm. Like yeah. you know, whenever time I see. Uh, Frank making ass of himself on TV. I'm like, this doesn't feel like something Frank would do. Or uh-huh. anytime I see him come up with a like what's supposed to be a witty slogan, that, that's like that ah, doesn't feel exactly right. So Frank's new slogan: I O U A pension. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> the turkey, the chickens and pots is what we're going with. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I don't really have a lot to say other than uh, I'm kind of interested in the same way of like watching a you know a race car a, a car race okay like i'm i, I, I you want to see the crashes well it's like i wouldn't admit to it publicly all right but deep down that's part of the attraction like sure what, what is kevin spacey and robin wright at how going to do with this material but I want it to be a beautiful crash a beautiful train i wreck. would almost guarantee that i don't i don't want it to be a horrific thing where body parts go everywhere and I have to stop podcasting in season five because the show is no good. Mm. I want it to be a downward spiral that is beautiful. I do hope that like, I don't know. I mean, we're not, I was going to say, I do hope that they have something kind of like season four breaking bad where if this was it, then you'd be satisfied, but we're not going to get that. It's going to be a big cliffhanger because they've already extended the, the season. All right, that's all I got. Uh, if you have some feedback for us, House of Cards at baldmove.com. We'll have forum threads posted on the days uh, that they go up. I'll, I'll segregate all those episodes into individual threads if you want to start in on them. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be a very accelerated, uh, super compressed timeline on this House of Cards. Hopefully, we'll keep up with your guys' binge. Yeah, hope we'll, so. We'll we'll see how the rubber hits the road next week or this this week this this weekend. week this Friday. Yeah, tune right. in. See you then. 